Welcome to the Axios Pro Rata Podcast, where we usually take 10 minutes to get you smarter on the collision of tech, business, and politics, but this is a special five-minute edition. I guess we'll call it What Just Happened, after a CBS earnings call during which CEO Les Moonves, who was recently accused of workplace sexual harassment going back decades, took questions from analysts, none of whom apparently thought to ask about the sexual harassment. CBS said it wouldn't discuss it, but that doesn't mean they couldn't be asked. So let's talk about this with Axios media reporter Sarah Fisher. Sarah, my big takeaway here, this is kind of like the entire neighborhood comes to watch a house fire and then everybody just starts talking about the weather. What was your thoughts? Completely flabbergasted. Not a single investor asked about it. And not only did they not ask about it, they were just filled with flowery language around the results. It was the biggest elephant in the room that wasn't addressed. It's odd because, you know, CBS obviously, look, they've got an investigation. They announced yesterday they've got this independent board. They weren't going to delve into the allegations themselves. But for example, somebody could have asked, what's your success? plan, even if you expect less to be there for another couple of years, what's the succession plan at CBS? It doesn't come up. Doesn't come up. And what else didn't come up? It's legal battle with Sherry Redstone that every day is getting more dramatic. And look, I know that they said they weren't going to be taking questions that had anything to do with business outside of actual revenue and business. But let's face it, that actually impacts their business, whether or not they're going to move forward as an independent company and move forward with this legal fight. And the fact that not a single person asked was astounding. The other thing that struck me was these earnings calls for people who haven't been on them. The first half of them usually is the CEO and the CFO basically just reading what they sent the SEC, kind of going through their financial results, et cetera. But Moonves started that kind of doing the qualitative piece of it, talking about ratings, et cetera. He sounded like he didn't have a care in the world. He sounded totally comfortable there. He was talking about how great their streaming product was doing, how their advertising was up year over year. You would have had no idea that this man is facing potentially losing his job. But look, you make a good point at the top of that. Less and other executives ran that clock for nearly a half hour. Maybe the reason we didn't get any questions from investors on this is because, quite frankly, there wasn't enough time for anyone to really ask much. They filibustered the thing. And the thing with less up top, I, I guess on the one hand, I see, you know, if he hadn't done the conference call, then that would be the headline, right? Moonves ducks conference call or whatever. But by putting him out there, that keeps him as the vocal kind of face of the company right now when you've got the company itself admitting he's under investigation. Other companies don't, you don't have to have your CEO do this. You absolutely don't have to. I think they sent a clear message to Wall Street and further that they aren't going to do anything with Les Moonves until these investigations come back. And let's face it, they seem to be pretty supportive of the guy. So it doesn't sound like they have much of a side against him here. It doesn't. And I'm trying to think, you know, how did you think this plays? If you're Sherry Redstone, what do you think you were thinking? I, I assume she was listening to this thing. If you're Sherry Redstone, you're probably happy that they dodged the conversation about the legal battle with her because they obviously aren't going to be saying anything that positive, but you're disappointed that they didn't ask about Moonves's investigation simply because her and Moonves are against each other in this CBS fight for independence. And the word on the street is that if Moonves is out, it's much easier for Sherry Redstone to fulfill her goal of combining CBS with its former sister company, Viacom. So she's probably upset that was not brought up. Right. And that's been my theory, too. And as you said, it's been talked about that no less, more likely this merger. Does that mean what we've found in the last, I guess, 45 minutes to an hour? that at least the odds of a merger are slightly lower now? Because as you say, it seems that Les is not only innocent until proven guilty, but he's going to get the benefit of the doubt. That's right. He is going to get the benefit of the doubt, it appears. And if that's the case, he's more likely to stay. 
And if he's more likely to stay, then you're right. It's more likely that this merger doesn't go through. But just to be clear, regardless of what happens, there's so much legal drama between Sherry Redstone and Les Moonves and the two companies that regardless of the outcome of Les Moonves, it will still be difficult for her to turn this merger together. Sarah, thank you very much. The bottom line here seems to be analysts saw a giant elephant in the room. Its name was Les Moonves and they ignored it, completely ignored it. Thank you very much for listening. You'll have another Axios Pro Rata podcast this Monday and be sure to follow us all day at Axios.com. 